Hi, Will Livingston here for Mercury. Mercury is number 80 on the periodic table with the symbol Hg. Being number 80, it has 80 protons and 80 electrons. The most common isotope of mercury is mercury-202, which has 122 neutrons. Mercury has an atomic mass of 200.59 AMU and a density of 13.456 grams per centimeter cubed. With all of the boring stuff out of the way, here's a conversation between me and my Uncle Jim about Mercury. He got his Bachelor of Science at Evergreen, and without further ado, uh, enjoy the show. Mercury is the only natural, at, at room temperature, uh, liquid metal. Um, it is a transition metal, which, what, what did you say that was about? orbitals are being filled with electrons before uh, the lower orbitals. Um, the Bohr model of the atom does not take that into account with its KLMNOPQR system of um, mapping the orbitals. The, um, the modern method of uh, energy levels, determining the energy levels, um, was mathematically determined. Uh, we've never actually seen the things. We can mathematically describe what they must look like, yeah. the shapes of them. Um, but in each orbital, there can be there are a number of different quantum states. Okay. And so, in uh, the first, the lowest energy orbital is the s orbital. It only has two electrons. Okay. And uh, so there are only two possible quantum states. Mercury is one of the oldest known elements. Um, no one knows how long ago it was discovered, but it was used by the ancient Egyptians and Chinese at least 5,000 years ago. The name Mercury comes from the Roman god Mercury. The god Mercury was very fast on his feet. Uh, liquid Mercury runs very quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, the name also comes from, how do you pronounce that, Hydrargos? Hydrargyros? Hydroargyrum. It means uh, liquid silver in Greek. And that is where the symbol for mercury comes from, the chemical symbol, Hg, from hydroargyrum. Cinnabar, which is uh, mercuric chloride. They would just uh, mix it with charcoal and burn it. And the charcoal would make carbon monoxide, and the carbon monoxide would reduce the cinnabar ore to liquid mercury and hydrochloric acid. So they would the mercury would just flow to the bottom of the pot or container that they were burning it in. And of course, some, some of that mercury would uh, go off as a gas, and it was a dangerous thing to do. Mercury vapor can be absorbed through the lungs and can be quite poisonous. Liquid mercury is not absorbed in our, by our system. Uh, can it be absorbed through the skin? It's not absorbed through our skin to any extent. The uh, I have a mouth full of mercury fillings. They're made of mercury and silver and copper, mostly. The liquid mercury wets the finely divided particles of silver and copper, and it doesn't dissolve them. It wets them, and it's like glue sticks them together, creates an amalgam. An amalgam is a mixture of mercury and some other metal. Miners use mercury They will uh, to collect gold. Uh, gold sticks to the mercury, and then when they have a large amount of gold in the mercury, they distill off the mercury, recover the mercury, and use it again. And then they, what they're left with is uh, 
Gold Dust. There's a great many uses for mercury. They use it to make mirrors. They uh, use it in silent switches, thermostats. Mercury is used in thermometers. It's used in fluorescent light bulbs. Every fluorescent light bulb has mercury in it. Uh, Some skin creams. Not, not much anymore. But yes, they did use uh, mercury in cosmetics. They used it as a pigment, such as uh, vermilion. They used it in paint. Really poisoning. Mercury-containing substance that was once widely used as a germ killer and preservative in many different products, including vaccines. When we were kids, uh, we got a cut, and Mom would put, she'd make smiley faces with uh, methylate, which is a mercury compound. I remember. Wow. I remember. It was a habit. You know, it killed germs. And... Uh, it's what they used to preserve some vaccines. And people are screaming about mercury and vaccines. Well, it's a really, really tiny amount. But there's a generic name for methylene. Thimerosal? Thimerosal, that's it. Thimerosal. Yeah, we got it smeared on us when we got cuts and scrapes. Everybody's medicine cabinet had it. Mm-hmm. It was one of the best things for killing germs. Yeah, there's a uh, there's seven stable isotopes. Uh, how many how many are unstable? No, naturally occurring unstable isotopes. You have to create them, right? Yeah. Well, I, I guess they, they they wouldn't exist very. Yeah, they last long. so such a short time that there there are none for practical purposes. But yes, unstable isotopes of mercury are created in like nuclear reactors, nuclear explosions. So the biggest bomb ever set off was by the Russians. I think it was 62 megaton, 62 million tons. And it was just short of uh, lifting a chunk of our atmosphere out into space and getting rid of it. So at about somewhere around 70, 80 megaton, you will lift a chunk of atmosphere and just send it out into space. Mercury 197 is not stable. Does it have half-lives there? Uh, yes. 194 is 444 years. The half-life of Mercury 195 is 9.9 hours. The half-life of Mercury 197 is 64.14 hours. And the half-life of Mercury 203 is 46.612 days. So those are all such short half-lives that for all practical purposes, there's no naturally occurring unstable isotopes. Under fun and interesting facts, I have a lot of people dying, actually. Uh, I have the thing in Japan with the fish. Japan, that was in the late 1950s, and a company was, uh, I forget what they were manufacturing, but just as a byproduct of the chemical reactions that were going on, uh, they created a compound called methyl mercury. And methylmercury is one of the most toxic mercury compounds there is. It is readily absorbed through the skin. The people at Minamata Bay uh, ingested it by eating fish that were taken from the bay. And it resulted in many, many children being born with horrible birth defects. Uh, There is 
Shinshi Huangdi, who the story goes, he wanted to become immortal, and he thought that eating mercury pills would make him immortal. Of course, he was ingesting metal. I think people are theorizing that's how he died, based on the stories. And he is buried in basically a mountain that no one is allowed to go into. It's a very pretty mountain. The The legend goes that in his tomb are flowing rivers of mercury, with like ships and stuff on them. Which, I don't know where they got that much mercury to make flowing rivers of mercury. <laughs> that would be a lot of mercury. Mercury was mined in Washington State. In the past, there is no current mercury mining. There is the town of Cinnabar, down past uh, Chehalis. And Cinnabar was named after the mercury ore that they found there. And there was another uh, fairly large mercury mine just south of Mount Rainier. They weren't large deposits, but... You know, enough to be worth mining. You can make chlorine from cinnabar. When you heat up the cinnabar, you can drive off the chlorine and get chlorine gas. Chlorine gas is mainly derived these days from the manufacturing of magnesium. They take it out of seawater and they make chlorine in the process of electrolytically refining magnesium. And they used to do that up at the Asarco plant in Tacoma. The term mad as a hatter, uh, felt, was preserved with mercury chloride, and the people who made hats out of felt would pin the felt together how they wanted it before they sewed it up, and they would use pins to do that, and they'd keep the pins in their mouth, and they would absorb the mercury chloride that was on the pins, and it would eventually cause dementia. Uh, what else do we have? Right, uh, the melting point is negative 38.829 degrees Celsius, so... It's very close to uh, minus 40 Fahrenheit. And then it will start to boil at 356.73 degrees Celsius. That's a very low boiling point. One interesting fact about mercury, tuna and other fish that are high on the food chain... They will um, absorb mercury, methyl mercury, from other fish. Well, the methyl mercury is naturally occurring. It is created by bacteria in the ocean mud. You have to have the mercury there, of course, but it, mercury nat naturally washes off the continents into the ocean. And so the bacteria turn it into methyl mercury, and other creatures eat the bacteria, and finally it concentrates in fish like tuna. They have pulled tuna out of Egyptian tombs and tested it for methylmercury, and the methylmercury levels 5,000 years ago in tuna is the same as the methylmercury levels today. Have there been uh, stories and stuff like, oh, we're polluting the fish type stuff? Uh, a lot of people think so, but because they have 5,000-year-old samples of tuna from Egyptian tombs, we can say that the, the amount that humans are adding to the environment is not much compared to the naturally occurring. My cost thing says $48 for 100 grams. I don't know, that doesn't seem too outrageous. That might be a reasonable figure. I've never bought any, but I frequently come by it as an electrician because you pull out old switches and... Uh, I keep those, keep the mercury that I pull out of those switches. Mm -hmm. So I have quite a bit. I have at least a kilo of mercury. So according to your figures here, that's worth four hundred and eighty dollars. Four hundred and eighty dollars. Wow. Of switch mercury, and 
could you explain how those how the switches work? There are two metal contacts inside the switch. It's they're sealed in glass, and uh, when the mercury when the switch is in one position, the mercury runs away from those two contacts, and the switch turns off. When you turn the uh, switch in the other position, the mercury runs back down onto those two contacts, and current flows through the mercury and turns a light on. We've got 30 minutes of material, and I have to boil this down to 10. Um, well, we weren't so talking most of the time. That's true. It's Computer can't hear me. Thank you. 